Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Well, I kind of been in it uh, early. My main thing was um, I didn't want to get out of shape. I wanted to try something a little different this year. So I kind of been moving around since, like, uh, the season really ended. You know, I gave myself maybe a week, week and a half, and I slowly got back into it. Uh, my main thing this offseason was catching football. So I try to get maybe 75 to 100 catches a day. Um, if I miss, then I'm catching on weekends. So whatever it takes, that's what I've really been doing. That is Shaq Griffin, Jaguars cornerback. Or maybe nickel cornerback. Fred Martineau, Austin Casey Kurtz. He did say today he'd be willing to move anywhere. Yeah. He ain't moving to the nickel spot. No, sir, we're not paying that much money just to be in there for a little bit. You know? I, I, I do say that. Like, do we have to watch the way we think and view some things? I think we get this in the draft. Like, hey, you can't take that position. It doesn't have the value. Mm-hmm. right? Well, what we saw is over time, QB pass rusher left tackle used to be that. Cornerback actually slid into that where it's like, hey, this is okay now. We need corners. Well, do we have to do the same for the nickel spot? I- I'm a believer that nickel spot should have its own um, like position name for Pro Bowls and, yeah. and the rest because it is so prevalent. Like, we understand it. We know it. Everybody in, and everybody that follows football knows this. 65% of the snaps are played with the nickel. Like, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Yet we still say, well, you can't play inside if you're making that much money. Do we have to change our thinking on that? Maybe that position is that value. I mean, for instance, and this not going to happen because Jalen Ramsey plays on the same team as him, but, like, if Jalen Ramsey was trying to shadow Cooper Cup, would Jalen Ramsey play slot sometimes if he's playing man-to-man? Probably. Yeah. So, I mean... Let's not say that Shaq Griffin can't do it. I think under certain circumstances, could you move him at the nickel? Maybe. But predominantly, your your top receivers, your one receivers, you know, they're not going to be like Cooper Cup. Um, they're not going to be like Hunter Renfro. They're, they're going to be more on the outside. So I want Shaq Griffin to, because who I think is definitely the best corner that they have right now. We'll see with Tyson Campbell, but right now where it stands, I'm taking Shaq Griffin. I want Shaq Griffin on the, on the best wide receiver. So if he has to shadow him to the to the slot every once in a while, maybe. But predominantly, we're talking about guys on the outside. Yeah, I I, I do think. Listen, I agree with you on that front, right? I, I think Shaq. I think Shaq was pretty good last year. I don't know so think, and I like Shaq a lot. I I just I can't sit here and tell you that I think he's one of the top three, four, five corners in the NFL. Like I don't think he is that guy. Absolute shutdown. I thought he was pretty good last year, and I thought he was very honest. Right, what he just said. If he catches the football three or four times. He has himself a very good year. Yeah. Like a very good year. That many times and maybe a few more that he could have got. So, he said, hey, I'm working on catching the football. That's it. And and he was very honest about that last year when it was happening. He's like, I got to make that play. I got to make that play. I got to make that play. Just didn't. And so, but outside of that, I thought he was pretty good. I mean, his his worst game, I guess, statistically, and I don't, I'm not talking off pro football focus or whatever, mm-hmm. was the Metcalf game. DK. Mm-hmm. And even then, DK caught at least one of those touchdowns was an incredible catch. Yeah. Like, it was good coverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, DK Metcalf's just a specimen and was able to go up and catch it. Good throw, it. too. And it was a good throw. So, I really was happy with what Shaq did last year. Really, really was. And, and I think if they can get that again from him, I think Tyson Campbell's coming along. And I think you add Darius Williams to the mix. I guess my point is, like, I, know, I think he is going to be an outside guy. 
I mean, right now, would you say Darius Williams is going to buy be the guy at the nickel? No, of course, right? You're going to have Shaq Griffin, Tyson Campbell outside, Williams inside. Yeah, yeah. but I, but I also, if they sit here in middle of the middle of August or something and say, you know what, I think we might be better suited. Like Darius is struggling at that nickel spot. Let's move Shaq in there. I think he can handle it from a veteran standpoint, a skill set standpoint, all these other things. And we got to move Darius to the outside, like. That wouldn't bother me. Like, I don't care how much he's making, I guess is my point. You need the three positions. And what they tried to do is get good, like sure. really good at the nickel spot. I mean, I'm sorry, at the corner spot. And the corner spot is now just not two positions. The corner spot is three positions. And they tried to have it as a strength of their defense to be good at the corner spot. And I think however they want to figure it out, I really don't give a damn. So I just want them to be good at that position. So you think they should move their best corner to slot? I'm not saying it should. I'm saying well, I'm if saying they decided but, to. But, but you're not going to question it. I wouldn't probably. No, because I don't want to be weak. I don't want a guy playing to his weakness either. But do you think Shad Griffin's the best, better suited to play nickel? Or not really. Play, yeah. Not really. I mean, he doesn't fit this, probably this conversation yeah. as much. Like, I don't know if, to, honestly, I'm not sure. I think the biggest curiosity about what they did mm -hmm. is I'm not really sure you can identify which guy does fit the nickel the best. I mean, I, I think it's Darius Williams. I mean, he hadn't played a ton of the nickel spot there. But I just think in terms of Tyson Campbell, I don't think is made for that. I think he's a lot more confident. He's still a younger guy. So, like, I try to give him as much, you know, props as possible and enough confidence as possible, move him outside. Shaq Griffin's your best corner, I think, right now. So, you, naturally, he goes with the number one receiver. Yeah. He's got to, I mean, hopefully shadow him or at least, you know, shut down one side of the field. Um, and put help on the other side of the field. So then, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just kind of by default. You have that's what I'm saying. So, like, you're saying there, that's my, my point is. Yeah. I think you could make the case, did they get the right collection of a trio? Because I'm not sure any of the three are suited to play the nickel spot. Yeah. I think what you're doing is exactly what you just said. By default, Williams, probably credential-wise, upside-wise, all the rest, he should be your third guy in the mix, and therefore, let's put him over here. Correct. Now, that doesn't mean he can't play well there either. Mm -hmm. It's just... I'm not sure he's suited there. But I, who, who has the most versatility out of college and in the pros? Is Darius Williams. Is, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I don't think Shaq Griffin's ever played nickel. No, yeah, I agree. And I don't think, like, Tyson Campbell necessarily did he. Well, he did. They tried he him did, a little bit. They tried him, but it didn't. Yeah. I think he's better suited on the outside. Yeah. Like, I think Darius Williams has played, you know, in terms of, I guess, just, like, the, the most positions in terms of slot and outside the most. So, yeah. I, I think that naturally he would fit in the slot. But I guess I, what I want to warn some folks about is, like, this isn't. Um, yeah, he has played probably more than the other guys, but it's not like he's played a lot there. Either. Yeah, but I, I just think he's he's the best suited because he's yeah. probably played the most. Yeah, so it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, Austin. Like, I don't know what it, – it's pretty obvious with what the Jags did, right? They took a guy that usually has been playing on the outside in Williams yeah. and said, okay, we want to have another good corner on this team. One that can be flexible, one that can go to the nickel spot when we have three of them on the field, but also if I need a backup because somebody gets hurt, well, then he can go slide in the outside and still be good. Sure. Right? Yeah. Is that the best way to go, or do you go get a guy that is, like, his trade is the nickel? I bring up a guy like Aaron Colvin. When he was on this team, he was really good at the nickel spot. What did he try to do? Try to go get a big contract with Houston, get the outside money, and he wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. He was just better suited for the inside. Yeah. He was really good in that nickel spot. Yeah. And so it's an interesting dynamic. Do you go get a guy who's really good at that position and maybe overpay him a little bit? Or do you take a guy who's 
one of the better corners or has a skill set to be a good corner on the outside and transition him in on the inside. That's what the Jags have tried no, to do. for sure. I mean, I just think that you see a guy in Darius Williams who's 5'9", and the instinct is to put him at nickel corner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's his, his body type, I, I think, is best suited. I'm not saying like body type is everything. But I just think, like, if you look at him, he looks like a nickel corner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Uh, who are we shocking today? Ready? Well, yeah. I mean, let's let's set up a little better than that. Who are we shocking today? Let's get some excitement around here. Casey, oh. hit the button, first of all. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. I am shocked and appalled. I am shocked and chagrined, mortified and stupefied. So you're trying to play GM and you started a mock. So I go to my boy Money Martin, I'll be popping the truck. We sell the mother. Gonna suck your mock. 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 All right. Can we get Trevor to do a mock draft for us so we can shock it? Oh, that'd be fun. I mean, call up your boy. Call. Why don't we get Dan Oloski to do a soccer mock? Oh, that'd be good. Hit him up. By the way, Casey is like fist pumping in there. Yeah, uh, man, the song's starting to catch on with him. No, no, I think it's more about Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea's doing good. It's like Debbie, Debbie Downer. Casey has given way to a little smirking, smiling. Uh, well fed now. You good, man? Uh, Casey. We're good Watching now. Chelsea win. Chelsea's win? So, yeah. So, here's the situation. Champions League, second leg. They were down two goals from the first game. Okay? So, they have to win by three to advance. Okay. 55 minutes in, they've already scored twice. It's 2 nothing. So, technically, they're tied. Uh, so, still a lot to go. What happens if they tie? Uh, you go into extra time. No, I'm saying what they need three goals, though, right? Yeah. So, it's tied right now. So, if they score again, they're up, technically. But, but I'm saying what happens if it's only two goals? They will play extra time. Oh, so they have to score against this team. Yeah. Okay, so this is going to go. Okay, I got it. They'll you. go extra time if it stays technically 3-3, even though the game is 2 nothing. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, interesting. So that's what I've been doing, yeah. Hmm. I, oh, yeah. I haven't listened to any of the show so far. I hope it's I been know. good. No, you're good. That's, been, that's been all right. Um, some ups, some downs. Yeah, all it's right. about to get real good. Yeah. So, all right. So no dip today. Uh, no, no dip today. Um, yeah, that was a horrible idea. Uh, training didn't go the best last night because <laughs> of said dip, but it is what it is, man. You progress. You move forward. A couple house cleaning things really quick. Oh. I don't know how many times I have to repeat myself on shock your mock. You get one mock. That's all you get, yeah. okay? Oh, Clint I don't need tried to send us another one, didn't he? I don't need people sliding in my DMs. Glenn? I don't need people sliding in my, in my DMs saying, hey, ready to atone for my past sins. No, man, this, this isn't purgatory, okay? I'm not calling the shots. What you did is what you did, and, and, and you are left with your sins. There's no confession here, all right? Sins don't get washed away. You carry those sins. You, you, you're going to carry the weight of those sins until the day, you know, until the day. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going any longer, so it's like a too biblical on this show. Day. Until draft day. Yeah, until, until draft day. So, so Let's low-key this a little bit. Yeah, so as far as Clint or, or Glenn from Florida, whatever your name is, is concerned, no, there, there are no redos in Shock Your Mock. You, you don't get a, a mulligan in Shock Your Mock. There's no gimmies in Shock Your Mock. What you did is what you did, yeah. okay? And the Shock Your Mock universe is still laughing at you. Sorry, bud. That's all I have to tell you. See you next Call year. Him, bud. How disrespectful See am I? See you next year. How disrespectful am I? By the way, See you can't next even year. go like on another show across the nation. Nobody else does this. No, but, but I'm sure the haters will come up with something. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like, I mean, it's, it'll be like 
I'll electrify your, I don't know. Uh, boy, what else would you call it? I don't know. They'll steal it. Yeah, someone's going to steal it. That's fine, man. It's for the Whatever. people. I ain't trying to make uh, money off this thing. It's all I, Brent is, but I'm all set. I'm always trying. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you guys are a bunch of hustlers. I'm just trying to have fun I'm with it. I'm just trying to get you paid for it. All right, so with that being said, we have a new uh, candidate today, and it is at Sad Wars, which is, you know, Jaguars, Sad Wars. Get it. Uh, and the only bio is tweeting through it, and there's a picture of a Jaguar. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Sure, that's not my partner. Um, <laughs> no, sir. In the, well, no, because in his picture, he's got a, he's got a clown nose, and obviously you, you wouldn't go against Trent Bulky there, Brent. Nah, so, so this guy's got a clown nose. Uh, maybe I interviewed him after the Colts game. Who knows? But his, uh, his name is El Jefe. And obviously, El Jefe means the king, or I'm sorry, the boss in English. I thought it was the king, but I guess it's the boss, El Jefe. In so, English? Well, in, in Spanish, El Jefe, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. But the translation to English is the boss. Maybe the king as well, but we'll call him the boss. All right, so let's see what the boss has uh, for us today. And I'm a little confused because what you see is what you get on this mock draft. I feel like he's missing some picks here, or not. Oh, that's not even what I saw. Okay. He is missing some picks, part one. Oh, no. D- hey, don't worry. Yeah, I know. We're, okay. we're, we're going to dr- Trust me. We're going to address <laughs> that later. But before we get to that point. I feel like we need some Bruce Springsteen under this. I, I feel like we're missing some pips, picks. It is what it is. Let's get started. All right. So pick number one, you know, pretty basic, pretty standard. Um, I'm not mad at it. Aiden Hutchinson, probably the safest pick of the draft now. Is the safest pick of the draft. Where do you want to go? Well, that's where the you know the boss went, and I'm not mad at this. You know, I mean, we've said a lot about Ed Hutchinson already. Um, he can probably fill in that three-four outside linebacker role opposite Josh Allen. Plays with intensity. Plays with a, a real motor, uh, as scouts like to say. And I think could come in right away and be a, a big contribution. So I'm not mad at this whatsoever. If Hutchinson's pick number one. I mean, am I going to ride my bike around town and, like, you know, <laughs> celebrate? Probably not, but I'm going to be like, all right, good. Aiden Hutchinson, sounds great. Go ahead and bring your God of War makeup that you wear in your eye uh, to Jacksonville. Actually, you know what's going to happen? Doug Pearson's going to say, not missing. <laughs> not hey, Aiden, <laughs> no cell phones, no God of War, you know, makeup either. Uh, put the eye black on like a normal person or else you're off the team. So that's probably yeah. Doug Peterson. So Hutchinson has to adjust with that a little bit. I wonder if Peterson will say, I need 100% participation. Oh, he's got, I mean, he's going to say, he's going to text it. He ain't going to say it. He's going to text the players, though. <laughs> They're not going to so, get it. Nah, they get that's a good point. That's <laughs> a good point. No, for sure, for sure. So pick number one, we got Aiden Hutchinson. All right, so pick number two, let's go to Texas A&M. Right? Let's go to the Aggies. And we talk about a guy in Kenyon Green. Or the Kenyon. Kenyon Green? I mean, he's a guard, right? A little boring, so I don't really know his name. Didn't do the research there. Didn't watch the film on that one. Let's go ahead and call him Kenyon Green. Uh, it sounds a little better than Kenyon Green. Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. Interior offensive line. So here's what we got about Kenyon Green here. Uh, guy has road-grading leg drive. That was the first thing I read about him. You, I like that. Road-grading leg drive. Um, his pass protection is a little bit lacking, um, but he's got that dog in him, right? Because anybody that's good at, you know, run blocking on the offensive line means they play with a chip on their shoulder. They play with intensity. Uh, I always prefer my offensive linemen to be more gritty, more dirty. You know, I mean, maybe they have some ringworm or something like that. <laughs> something, I mean, I, I, just, I just love my offensive line nasty, all right? Yeah. I don't like pretty boys. Um, I, uh, I don't like finesse guys, per se, even though arguably one of the best offensive linemen of all time in Joe Thomas yeah. was more finesse than he was uh, gritty. Didn't have any ringworm as far as I'm concerned with Joe Thomas. But nevertheless, this he guy clean. So th- th- this guy eats gravel, you know, all the, all the cliches. Um, oh, and check this out. One of the best things I find about this dude, and this is an exact quote from a scout. 
Kenyon Green feasts on a slab of ribs when he's helping in protection, which means, like, if he has, like, help with the tackle, he's feasting on a slab of ribs. Maybe a slab of ribs he can find at that place I talked about in Dallas, Pecan Lodge. Wow, check it out. Hey, hey, Pecan Lodge. Cut the check. Yeah, cut the check. Cut the check. We'll go for bonos around yeah. here. Um, keep in mind, though, he may get a negative grade in terms of what he had in college because he did play out of position a little bit. Uh, he played tackle because of, of injury concerns. Not sure what Jimbo Fisher was doing there. This guy is a guard. Don't get it twisted. Don't worry about him playing tackle. He's a guard, and if he's playing guard, he's got a chance to be a, a day one starter. But I'll be honest, I don't like the pick because it's, it's a guard. You know, I picked 33. 33? It's not sexy. Right. I don't even like linebacker it's, picks at 33. It's, I really it, don't like a guard. I know. It's it's run of the mill. I, I get it. You're up in Trevor Lawrence. Let's help Trevor Lawrence with a wide receiver. How many times do I have to say it? I'd rather you pick the Jackrabbit out of South Dakota State with a number two pick. I mean, you got to pick a guard. Guy runs a 4-3. Brennan's got speed for days. All right. So let's go to pick 59. Oh, what do you What's know? This guy live at College Station. This is a this is a Jimbo Fisher burner account confirmed. Jimbo Fisher burner account has been confirmed because now we're going back to College Station to Marvin Leal. Lel? Leal. I think it's Leal. <laughs> Leal. Actually, no, I looked. At, uh, Leal? I think it's Leal. I think it's Leal. Uh, yeah, uh, to Marvin Leal uh, out of Texas A and M. Uh, interior defensive line. A lot of interior guys going right now. I like this pick though because yeah. interior it's help. It's You've a, been hammering people. One could say it's a draft need alert. Chelsea, calm down. <laughs> yep, yep. There, appreciate that, Casey. Still staying focused. I like it. I don't know about focus. So, so we talk about DeMarvin De Leal, uh, 6'4", 290. Um, ran a five flat. I've talked about him before a little bit. A 5.00. Nice, yeah. just uh, aesthetically pleasing number. Guy, Guy's really a people pleaser. You know, he probably could run a 4.97. Said, nah, I'm going to run a 5.00 to really get the people talking about me. And guess what? Hey, Leal, talking about you right now and shock your mock. Um, I understand that's in this Trent bulky, and, and we love to salivate over arm length. He's got a 33 and one-fourth arms uh, in terms of length. I'm not sure if that's good or not, but, I mean, it's Trent bulky. I guess we got to talk about it. Look up Javon Walker, I guess, because that's all we can talk about now. Is our, 35 Javon inches. Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so 3-4 uh, defensive end, though, okay? That's what we're talking about with this guy. 3-4 defensive end. He does have some pass rushing capabilities. Um, could definitely come in and be a starter as well. I'm not upset with this pick. Um, it, it's good. Now, the only thing that is a downside when we talk about a guy like Leal. If you remember when the season started, it was between him and Jordan Davis as the best interior defensive lineman. Obviously, Jordan Davis played out of his mind, put on just, you know, tape after tape after tape of just good stuff. Leal kind of underperformed this year a little bit. So there's, there's if there is a, a question mark about Leal, it's the fact that he underperformed and didn't really live up to the hype what he was supposed to do this year at A&M. So you can be a little leery about that, but if he plays to his best capabilities, he could be a solid player. In fairness, you get him at 59, so it's Jordan Davis is going to go like number 12. So yeah, yeah, if he's yeah. being compared to him at one time, you might find some value in that. Well, no, for sure. I mean, at one time he was, but if you look at the numbers and just look, yeah, at, yeah, look yeah. at the film this year, I mean, it's, you know, it's not even really in the same ballpark, I think. So it, it can make you a little leery, but there it is. I mean, take it for what you want. All right, let's go to pick number 70. George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. All right, got your wide receiver there. Let's address one thing. The guy's name is George. <laughs> I don't want my wide receivers with vanilla names, okay? Like, not since Jerry Rice has there been a more vanilla name than, than George, right? Go and give me Devontae. Give me Cooper. Go and give me uh, DeAndre. Go ahead and give me AJ. Give me DK. George Pickens? George Pickens sounds like my it sounds like my grandpa's neighbor across the street that's looking over his like at his bird feeder. Oh, heads up, George Pickens, good to see you. Austin, good to see you. Like, 
A wide receiver? Trevor Lawrence. Come over here and check out the bees. I don't like it. Now, now, now. George. Now, name name aside. Don't like George Pickens, but name aside. um, Tim Brown. Let's let's break down the numbers a little bit. George Kittle. 6'3". Yeah, but, you know, I mean. He's a tight end. He's a tight end, Casey. You know what I'm saying? He's a receiver. Well, he's a tight end, though, you know. T.E. Plus, Kittle adds to it. Yeah, Kittle. George Pickens? George Pickens does kind of seem like he's out of a movie in 1940. Hey, Casey, I know Chelsea's on. Are you trying to defend the name George Pickens right now? Just let's move on. Oh, yeah. Hit the 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 off-the-rails button real quick. Uh, Absolutely not. Because his name's off-the-rails? Okay, cool. Let's go with the numbers then. 6'3", 200 pounds. Okay, he's got good size, right? Ran a 4.47. Okay, now we're working with something. Arms, because I guess we got to adjust the arms now every single segment. 32 and 3 ace. I would like to see him get maybe 32 and 5 ace, but not bad. Not bad in the arms. Uh-oh, what's this, though? Coming off of an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be a Trent Bulky Blue Light special, though, Brent, on the ACL. Now, if it was an MCL, Trent Bulky's like, nah. Meniscus, nah. ACL, ooh, Trent Bulky Blue Light Special. Um, set aside from his knee injury, it happened two years ago. He played sparingly this year because of said knee injury. Uh, when he's healthy, is a dependable receiver. It has to work on his route running a little bit. Big red zone target, but the question remains the knee injury. And right? So we're not. And, well, and obviously his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot so, of upside with Pickens, by the way. A lot of people think boomer bust potential in George. Yeah, yeah. So with that being... And They're the, curious, by the way. Uh, and uh, we got comments saying, okay, Kelvin Johnson, Jordan Nelson. Okay, but Kelvin Johnson's like, you know, Megatron. Wasn't Kelvin Johnson's name was Megatron. Kelvin Johnson does sound like the neighbor, though, too, that you're peeking over the fence about. Yeah, but Ke- Johnson adds a little swag to yeah, it. Yeah. Pickens? George Pickens. <laughs> George Pickens, I guarantee you there's a George Pickens listening right now that served in, <laughs> that served with, with my grandfather in Korea. I guarantee you. I guarantee you he was on the boat in Korea serving in there with, with my grandfather. I guarantee there's a George Pickens listening right now. Call it if your name's George Pickens. All right, so let's go to, oh, what's this? Pick 181 now. Appreciate so, your service. Here's what happens when you pick a guy like George Pickens. <laughs> We went from being the Jacksonville Jaguars, and now all of a sudden the draft network was like, what is this, George Pickens? And now it became the Green Bay Jaguars, right? Sean Khan saw this draft happen and said, George Pickens? Trevor Lawrence throwing at George Pickens? We're out of here. We're going to Green Bay because that's all that small-ass city needs is another football team, I guess, to, 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 to manage. So Sean Khan obviously sold the, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the, the city of Green Bay bought it and said, because, hey, we're good for it. And now it's the Green Bay Jaguars According to the Draft Network. And the Green Bay Jaguars have selected Damon, 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 Damon. John, Johnny Damon, John, Damon Clark out of LSU. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's a Damon Clark about LSU. Another linebacker, by the way. So we talk about the linebackers, Brent. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit here. Um, this guy. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Sorry. I lost my spot. 6'3", 240, 33 inch arms and ran a four five seven. Okay, a lot to like about this. But wait a second, Brent. You smell that? Did he get busted? You know what it smells like? No, he didn't get busted. He's smoking weed? What are you doing? Hey, hey, first of all, it's 2022. You can do that now, NFL. So, no, I don't know where you're going. Something's on the stove? Oh, it's a Trent Bulky Blue Light special. Guess who's having end-of-the-year spinal surgery this year? Boom, hit the button, Casey. Back-to-back Trent Bulky Blue Light specials. Just got announced two days ago. Yeah, I checked the tape. Yeah, I watched the film. He's having spinal surgery. Will not play this year. 
And we just drafted him 81st overall. Just drafted him 81st <laughs> overall. It's the, it's a Trent Bulky Bullet special. For the I Green mean, Bay Jaguars. You, you want to talk about back to back Trent Bulky Bullet <laughs> specials? Does it get any better for Trent right now? Man, he's at Ruth Chris just going to town on these Bullet specials. Oh, what happened? So then you drafted a guy who's not going to play this year at all, and now all of a sudden Green Bay sold the team, and now they're back in Jacksonville again. <laughs> Because now at pick 132, we're back to Jacksonville. Now it's the Jacksonville Jaguars again. It was the Green Bay Jaguars. We got the Trent Bulky Blue Light Special, back-to-back Tommy Namskis, and now we're back in Jacksonville. So at pick 132, let's go ahead and go with Darren Beavers. Oh, what's this? Another linebacker, because I guess the linebacker that you selected before isn't playing. He's out so you still need one. So let's see what Darren Beavers That's is bringing on the table. Surgery. It's a big one this oh, draft Oh, season. hey, hey. It, this is a serious, I mean, and by all means, with all jokes aside, yes. best of luck we to wish him. him well. We wish him well, but, you know, we don't want to wish him at pick 181. Uh, pick, you know, down the line a little bit. So pick 132, let's go with Darren Beavers. 6'4", 255, uh, 32, in a, a 32 and 3 ace arms, because it's important, Brent. I got to say this every single time now. I guess so. So check this out. This guy played originally at UConn, but left for Cincinnati because, well, it's UConn. Yeah. Right? Well, hey, so, so, so off the gate, bad decision maker. Yeah, he's, he found out it's not basketball. Yeah, yeah. So, so off the gate, you, you, you have to question the IQ a little bit right now of Darren Beavers. But another side of the Let's look, let's that look past defense that. Was good. Let's look past that. This guy's. <laughs> this is. Casey, get, get the button, get any kind of button ready. This is the most disrespectful scouting take that I've ever read of any player. Check this out. Keep in mind, this guy is 6'4, 255. This guy is a throwback linebacker, but he has throwback athleticism. Hit something. <laughs> that is. <laughs> A throwback <laughs> linebacker with throwback athleticism. That means he's slow. Looking more into it, but he's got tight hips. All right, he's got super, super tight hips. I'm talking like tighter than Stuart Weber's wallet when he goes to a store and there's and there's zero percent off of everything. You know, it's, it's, everything's full price. And all of a sudden, that, that wallet gets real yeah, tight. Nice. No, what's, no, no bogos? Nah, man. Wallet stays in the pocket. That's how tight this dude's <laughs> hips are, right? So it, it's an issue there. He's not going to be your starting linebacker going forward. So let's, let's go over this real quick. You, you addressed the interior offensive line, I guess. Yeah, for sure you did. Uh, interior defensive line addressed. Wide receiver, huge question mark. Linebacker, not playing next year. And then another linebacker who has the tightest hips of all time is going to tear something off the plane when he gets to Jacksonville. I don't like where we're going right now. And pick 140, Damon Pierce, I like that a lot. Yeah. All right, so you, you kind of redeemed yourself a little bit, uh, a.k.a. the boss. And I think we had more picks, so I don't know what happened here. I don't either. Well, yeah. I mean, he did jockey around. We ended up with, like, pick 59 in there, so I have no idea how much I mean, he traded. But was he, trades, uh, he didn't trade enough. Yeah, didn't trade enough, didn't get who he wanted. If this actually happened, I, I would be irate. This was one of the best shocker mocks ever that we turned from the Jaguars to the Green Bay Jaguars. I know. And, and then, then back, back to the, the Jaguars. Jaguars. Well, have a guy not playing all year because of spinal surgery. Yeah. And now have a guy with... Well, throwback athleticism. That, that, I wonder if he wears a leather helmet. Well, no, for sure. And, and that, and then you, you somehow drafted some guy that probably served in two world wars. I don't know. George Pickens. And so that is what that, it is. Uh, we like DeMarvin, Damone, Darian, and Damian. Oh, that's a good point, too. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Nicely done, Brent. Well, I'm catching on to a lot yeah, of these not, not bad. And we really went long in the segment. Thank you very much, uh, El Jefe. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, not only at Sadwars. It's a sad mock draft. Sad mock draft. Yeah. I think you should turn your name to, like... 
the little prince or, or, or the gesture? <laughs> What's what is gesture in Spanish? I'm looking it up real quick. Yeah, please don't give that to don't, us. Go, don't go to no, we're doing it right now, Brent. Just, I got it real quick. Casey, you you hold. Hold uh, hold Casey had been so Hey, happy, because Chelsea must have scored again. Three nothing. <laughs> nah, they got it taken off the board. Oh. And then I'm getting yelled at, and now I'm I'm 11 minutes over a break that I consistently get emailed about being a problem, sure. and you're telling me to hold on. Yeah, and do you know why? So get on with it. Yeah, do you know why? Because gesture in Spanish is buffoon. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, El buffoon. Yell at Austin. Let's see if they'll yell at Austin about that commercial break. We'll be back on ESPN 690. <laughs> Get a chance to see the new coaches um, for the first time and have everybody back. You know, uh, it's been it's been awesome. It's a different feel. I love that feeling and get a chance to be with coaches who have experience in the league. You know, uh, the first day we met with coaches and people are saying, "Yeah, I was in the league ten years, eleven years, ten years, twelve years." They've actually played. That's amazing to me, and that's a person who can understand anything that I might see or go through, or maybe in the future that can help me out. So I feel like the atmosphere is different because it's so relatable. That is Shaq Griffin. I remember Shaq, uh, we had him at uh, Sneakers on Jags Report Live at the end of the year. And he said that in his preference, he would like to have a younger coach. Sure. And in, and that, I think he meant somebody more relatable. And I he didn't necessarily get a younger coach in Doug Peterson. But I do think, first of all, Peterson's more relatable. Um, but mm. just on a human level. <laughs> but, I, but I also think the staff he brought in, has a little bit of that. On the offensive side, it's Press Taylor. And I think, the, like he said, the guys that have played in the league, they feel young naturally because they played the game you're playing. Yeah. You know? And again, Peterson doesn't feel like the guy that played the game they're playing because he's a backup quarterback and it feels like a different role. But, like, you take a guy like Mike Caldwell, who's not necessarily, I wouldn't call him a young guy, mm -hmm. like in his early 30s, but he played the game for so long, probably feels young to a player like Shaq Griffin. So that experience... Well, you know it. I mean, there's nothing like that from a respect standpoint from the guys in that locker room. You play the game. This guy played the game. Uh, that and winning are two of the most respectful things a coach coming in can give you, I think. Yeah, and I say this all the time. It, you don't have to be a former player to be a great coach, but it helps. And I think especially when it comes to you're in a situation right now where you have to rebuild a lot um, and start from scratch. And I think, like, being a former player like Doug Peterson is, like a lot of uh, coaches on the, in that you know in that locker room are, it's only going to help in terms of they're going to get a, a, a good idea of how it's working, right? If they have to tinker something a little bit, right? Like, I, I think with Urban Meyer, he never really got the grasp of the culture and, like, you know, the, the inner workings of a, of a locker room, of an Apple locker room. You know, and him staying in Cincinnati uh, would echo that a little bit. I mean, part of a, a job of, of a coach is, is to monitor and know exactly how team morale is doing and what you can do to improve that or, or bring it down if it's getting a little too out of control. So I think Doug Peterson being a former player, regardless if it was, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, or 15 years ago, it doesn't really matter. But just being a, a former player and knowing how the inner workings of a locker room are, it's only going to help you and your team. I'm going to go way off topic here. Uh, did people see about the passing of uh, Gilbert Gottfried? Mm -hmm. uh, that just happened, uh, well, the news of that came down this afternoon, uh, I would say, in the last hour or so. Mm -hmm. uh, Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. And then I asked you this question because, I, again, Godf I'm not 
like into the I'm I'm awful at this pop culture stuff, uh, but obviously we know the voices of of Gil, Gilbert Gottfried. I didn't watch a ton of his stand up comedy. So sure. we were talking about Aladdin. He's the bird in Aladdin. Yeah. And uh, the duck in the Affleck commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that now you start resonant, right? If I say that and you're not even familiar with the comedy as much, now you're like, oh, I that voice, right? Yeah. And so it got me asking you a question. I stumped you for a moment there coming back into break. I have like, an answer now. What's more memorable on people, their face or their voice? And the reason I ask it is a guy like this, yes. who, by the way, you recognize when you see his face, too, uh, because you know him from movies and stand-up comedy and, and the rest. Um, I even think of it from like a like a singing standpoint. Like sure. we would recognize people from sing like musicians oh, yeah, more than we would recognize their voice, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry, their their face. Yeah, no, to, to me, it's the voice for sure is more memorable. Is just be, Yeah, just because, like, I, I feel like people see a million faces a day, you know, and some look good and some look bad. It is what it is. But, like, it, and it never, like, you know, it never, like, sends a chill down your spine, okay? So a voice can, can do a lot, yeah. you know? A, a, a voice can um, inspire, but a voice can also be, like, Yee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I think that the answer is definitely a voice. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, like, if I'm in a bar and like Fran Drescher walks in, my my night's ruined. You know, who Fran Drescher is. I uh, should, yes. Casey, you know, you don't know. Who, you know, who Fran Drescher is. I thought she's she's out of your your generation. Sir, I watch Nick at Night. Oh yeah, she's on the the, the, uh, she's the nanny, right? Yeah, yeah, the nanny. yeah. The nanny. She was the nanny. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, this is what I'm so, so like, if she walked in and up. started, like, you know, doing the Fran Drescher thing, yeah, I mean, I would probably switch bars. Because I can Trish. only, uh, I can only handle so much. I don't, I mean, she can talk, but I'm saying, like, when she gets the streaking thing, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. I don't got to justify myself. Yeah, like, we're in a medium right yeah. now, right? Like, oh, I'm in actually all, both mediums for that. Yeah, But yeah. we're in a medium where people, I mean, if they know us or listen to the show or whatever, they're going to, you can see us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, but you're probably more... Like, hey, that's Brent, or hey, that's Austin, or hey, that's Casey, right? Yeah. From, from what, voice-wise. So, obviously, people are recognizable. I mean, from family members to friends or whoever on, on phones and, and the rest. Um, but it is pretty interesting, like, when you, especially when you get a character like this. Yeah. Because, like, I can hear the bird in Aladdin. Like, I'm awful oh, at no, this game, sure, right? But, sure, like, sure. I can hear the bird in Aladdin. Yeah. And we all know we can all repeat the Affleck commercial. I mean, of course. Plus, because of him. Yeah. Yeah. In that voice. Yeah. I mean, so it's really wild. Like, I think you could ask a lot of people, like, what we like in this conversation, be like, hey, Gilbert Gottfried died. And there might be a segment of the population, I would assume most people would know, but there might be a segment of the population be like, who? Like, what did he do? And then you say the, the duck and the Affleck commercial. Like, sure. oh, see, but <laughs> you no, know, for sure. Right. And I also think, like, faces you can change. You, you can cover up, you can put makeup on. That's a good point. Um, and they do you change. You can add things to them. They do. Voice doesn't change voice, that much, right? Yeah. I, I mean, voice can change. Like, for instance, this is, we're going super off topic now, but why not? Like so, it. so Miley I'm, Cyrus, I'm we'll, we'll back to music. Uh, Miley Cyrus, her voice changed from, like, her whole Hannah Montana years till now, and it got, like, super raspy because I guess she encountered, like, a lot of stress and trauma in her life. And she said, like, and due to that trauma, it completely changed her voice. Interesting. Where it's, like, more raspy now. Huh. Yeah. Fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah. I didn't know that really happened. I mean, well, especially in that genre, right? Yeah, or yeah. That, that line of work. Yeah. I guess it, it could happen. But uh, so uh, Gilbert Gottfried uh, passed away today. So 67, too. Not, yeah. uh, not very old. Speaking uh, of voices, did you watch the CMT Awards last night? <clears throat> you know, I thought about it a couple of times, but didn't. Uh, watch it. <sighs> How so, do we do? 
print, man. Did you nail the yeah, preview? Yeah, yeah, I did. And it's hard to Can't stay humble. Run. It's hard. Well, no, no. Cause, so my prediction was video of the year, which is like the big award. Yeah. It was going to Jason Aldean and yeah. Carrie Underwood, even though they're not really the new school people. Yeah. They're the old school. But they've kind of found a way to resonate uh, with, with the newer audience. And Jason Aldean might have said the exact same thing when he accepted the award. So, yeah, man, it, it's hard to stay humble. And I even went to Rich Jones today. I'm like, Rich. You know, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the news now, and I'm talking about CMT, <laughs> and I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about the Grammys and everything, and, and I'm killing it. How do you stay humble? And yeah. he told me, like, you know, stay with your family. Yeah. Your, your kids do a good job keeping you humble. I'm like, all right, Rich, I'll try, man. But, and I told him this, and I told him to write this to his face. Like, I'm literally, I'm literally, realistically, I'm probably one Gail King tweet away from her getting canceled where I take over her, her job. <laughs> I'm just saying, one one Gail King is just mishap, one Gail King misstep where she gets emotional one night maybe, and she gets canceled. I might become that job. Yeah, I'm well, just saying. And who's gonna get? Who's gonna have to say I'm sorry today anyway? That's a new daily. Oh, segment that, that is definitely show. the new daily thing. And then I can't wait to see who it is. A lot of time. It might be Casey if Chelsea's gonna lose this game. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, get it ready, Casey. Uh, Casey going th- three to one still on Chelsea. Uh, no. <laughs> It's four four, or it's it's three. Yeah, it's three it, one. Three one today. Oh, and by the way, if you want to watch this the interview back about soccer, yep, go ahead. No, this is dumb. It. It's a home and home. Like I, I, I get it, but it's really dumb in in the grand scheme of things in, in our world. So what happens? is these guys are playing. Who are they playing? Chelsea and who? Uh, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. Uh, they. So too. Yeah. So they're playing Spain, and they play a a home and right. home series. No, is right? that not Spain? What's so funny? The way you said it. <laughs> trying, to sound, trying to sound smart. Yeah, that's big. They play a uh, home-and-home series. Yep. Yeah. And so the winner, like, you can split. Yeah. Well, good. that's about yeah. what's going to happen. Talking soccer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Chelsea lost 3-1 in the first one. For sure. Now they're winning 3-1. Yeah. So really, if that stays, you're going to have to play sure. extra time to determine who wins because the goals are the differentiator. It makes zero sense. Give me a headache. It's dumb. So Plus Plus just what had just a just, So Plus plays for Chelsea? Yeah. By the way, that's Austin Lane Actions News Jacks. Uh, with, I'm not going to say her name. Rhymes with Bandler Corgan. Um, that interview is probably going to be on YouTube pretty soon, so check that out. Shouldn't it already be up there, though, since the event's over? Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah, but they, they had to run it by the CMT thing first. Was, Casey, a lot, a lot happened, man. Okay. You're missing out. It's Will this happened. propel you to the new show? What, what new show? Uh, the country show. Oh, oh sure. yeah, for sure. I mean, hey, I have to collaborate with somebody because I can't get any love. All I get is a 10-second spot for the UFC fights. Not like I'm a UFC fighter or an MMA fighter, but I get a 10-second spot in the sports. But don't worry, man. Action News Jax has my back. You have been on TV quite a bit the last week. Yeah. So more. maybe more people recognize your face than voice to bring this conversation full circle. That's a good point. It's a good point. It depends who's watching, who's listening on this show. I know. Hopefully we have a lot listening to this show as well. Yeah. Um... There you go. Yeah. Not watching you on the morning show on the uh, your other job. No, for <laughs> no, because we don't have. Well, we, we do have Instagram. We have a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. but I don't have Instagram, so I don't care. Uh, I'm not, not, not going to push that. Okay, who cares? <laughs> I mean, what, what are you doing? Yeah, go check out our Instagram page. I don't care. I'm not on yeah. there. I don't know what's going on. Hey, you are on hey, there, by the way. Hey, go I also check out Instagram. I don't care about it, but you should. Yeah, you should care about it. I mean, I don't have one. I don't have one, but if you want to check it out, check it out. So, yeah, so be, uh, stay tuned to it because the Tony Awards are coming up eventually. <laughs> oh, is this the next one? Be, whoa, Brent. I mean, what are the Tony Awards? Hot, 
uh, it's like um, musicals and stuff, man. Oh, you're going to go musicals yeah. now. Oh, wait, you don't, you don't know musicals? Talking about Jersey Boys, West Side Story getting resurgence? Resurgence cats? or West Side Story? Cats? Cats, cats, cats cat? back. Might be. Greece. Might, yeah, Greece has been gone. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Lion King, well, Lion King's been gone too, but Lion yeah. King you can still see it. Yeah, there. but no, the West Side Story is getting a resurgence. Uh, Wicked, Wicked might be in the realm of still doing a thing. I don't know. Yeah, man, Tony Awards breakdown. Check it, it out. Yeah, me and uh, Candler Shorgan, because I can't say her name anymore because Brent gets so upset about Chandler it. Chandler so. Morgan. Yeah, there it is. Collaboration time. Action News Jacks, uh, CBS well, Forty Seven. Brent, there. if you want me to talk about some sports stuff, have me on the show. But I guess you guys are all set over there. So we had you on Saturday night for twenty seconds. It was two minutes. I saw the I saw the playback. Twenty seconds. <laughs> you did not. It you was were still there. It was, it was so. a fun, hey. It was me bobbling for ten <laughs> seconds, and then yeah, there's there's a lot of Korean representation here. And quick, all right. And when, and now we got somebody stuck in the, in the fair, in the Clay County Fair. Someone's stuck there. Let's go to, to the breaking news. How uh, how how awkward is the bobble? Oh, it's the worst. It's the, the, bobble's worst. worst. The, the bobble's the worst, man. And I'll say this, too. Can you guys take it easy on the lights? Like, in your eyes. Yeah. It's, it's distracting. Well, listen, we're professionals. Just put a sepia filter over it or something. Like, what, what do you have to have the, the bright light for when we're doing live shots? Makes zero sense to me. Do you think people know what the bobble is? No, definitely not. No. No, no. <laughs> Tell some, them quick. You know, some people in the industry also call it the nod. Yeah. I, I like the bobble. The bobble's better. way better. I like the bobble better. Yeah. So, and my buddy, my buddy was the best at this like years ago, and I've stopped. So, when you tape something in TV, and it's going to be recorded. Yeah. But they kind of want it to look live, right? Yeah. And so, you stand there for 10, 15, 20 seconds yeah. while the person is tossing it out to you, in this instance, at the arena. Yeah. And my buddy was like, why do all these reporters always nod all the time, bobbing their head up and down? I was trying to explain it to them. And ever since then, I was like, okay, I'm not nodding my head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you have to fake like you're listening to the oh, yeah. tossing me. Oh, yeah. Oh, Brent, don't, don't show them all the sausages, man. I'm just telling you, that's what the bobble uh, okay. is. Okay. If we're going to talk about the bobble, we've got to tell them what the bobble is. Okay. okay. There's reasons why you have to do the bobble. Like, yeah, at, at the Masters, you're not allowed to lot, go lot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, So. Sure. And uh, so you got to tape. That's Tony all. Awards, June 12th, by the way. Oh, so can't little, wait for those. A little, little, little time to prep for that Yeah, one. yeah you can have prep. Little Let's little talk prep. sports. Let's talk Let's Trevor Lawrence. Football at 5 coming up. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.